Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. The economy is so strong. And I believe that it is from the power of thanksgiving. Because you see, if one, two, three, four, five, I give you all something, and he only says thank you, don't you think I'll give you more? Yes. That's right, Reverend. Created all the countries. Nobody stops that. Nobody has a culture. When they declare holy day to say thank you, thanksgiving. And that thanksgiving is to God. They, they are not thanking their president. Thanksgiving in America is to God. Go and search. It's thanksgiving to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know about your country whether they have a culture where they thank God. I don't know where you come from. Do you have a question where they thank God? That's a national holiday? Just to say thank you? And God created, listen, God created all the nations. And therefore, just like you, anybody who says thank you, you want to give you more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. I'm preaching. So let us adopt good practices and good cultures. Thank you. Thanksgiving. It's the only country in the world. Look, they have bad people here. People are bad. (laughs) We are talking about wicked, corruption, evil. More in the land. But somehow, somehow, there's a seed of blessing. Because of something that they do, it seems to overcome their evil. So able there, Charlie. Plenty day here. All that I want to share with you is that let's stop complaining. There's too much complaints. You are too much complaining. That's what today is. That is what you see. That is why I love our church because the prophet of the church, Bishop Dad has declared that on the last Sunday of the year, let's thank God. We have lived every Sunday after Sunday, driven back, gone here, flown, insulted people, and we are still alive. <laughs> so it's a good day to say what? It's a good day to say what? It's a good day to say what? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That's what today is. It's a Thanksgiving service. Hallelujah. Stop complaining. Look. I can tell you something. Listen to me carefully. Complaining. Complaining. It brings, it attracts demons. The Bible said they were overthrown in the wilderness because they complained and they murmured. Hallelujah. Some of us are 
Some of us are chronic complainers. It's like you can't see anything. And, and, and the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we know, we know you are chronic complaining because everything you are complaining. And you know, I will will show you one thing. There was a guy who was complaining a lot in the Bible. Go to Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 1. He was complaining a lot. Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 1. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. Complaint number 1. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry? And will not and, and thou will not hear, even cry unto thee out of violence, and thou will not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance? For spoiling and violence are before me, and they are there and, and, and there are that raised up strife and contention. Verse 3. But, but, but therefore the law is like they are not judging. People are treating me on Jeffrey. People are being wrong. The law preserved the mark. Nobody is doing anything. God, there's so much wickedness. Go to verse 17. Blah 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 blah. Last verse. <laughs> blah blah blah. Shall therefore shall they therefore empty their net and not spread continually to slay the nations? Blah 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 blah. How about you complain? Oh God. And some of us are like Habakkuk. Hey. Ask your brother, are you Mr. Hab or Sister Hab? So, in chapter 2, God said, look, go to chapter 2. Chapter 2, chapter 2. God, so, so he said, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. So he said, I'm complaining, so I'm not going to wait to hear God's answer. About my complaint, the nations are this, then, then, then. So he goes and stands, and God comes to answer him. And the Lord answered me, Write the vision and make it plain upon the table that he may run that related it. Stop. Habakkuk was complaining, and when God came, his answer was that write the vision. Listen to me. The reason why we complain a lot because you don't have a vision. Stop, have a vision, and stop complaining. That people perish. Sometimes it's our lack of vision. What I say, vision, a plan, a future, something that you are looking forward to. 
that you are working towards it because you see your vision makes you. You don't make your vision. Your vision makes you. You don't make your vision. If you have a vision to go to school, you do certain things. Because you have no vision to go to school next year. That's why, that's why next year will come and find you doing nothing and you complain. Hey, preaching, Have a vision. Have a vision. Have a vision to do something. Okay? That vision alone will constrain you and make you behave in a certain way. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a vision to marry. Amen. Amen. Hey. Say amen. The years will pass by, you will complain, and you say, This pastor, they don't care. No, have a vision because if you have a vision to marry, it will make you behave in a certain way. You will not wear certain dresses, you will not give certain answers, you will behave in a certain way so that they can attract, be attracted. Amen. Have a vision, have a vision. Financial vision. If you have a financial vision to do something, you will not spend your money anyhow. Because you have no vision to own a house. That's why every time you are taking women to restaurants. I'm preaching. That's why you are taking the sisters to restaurants. And when you take look, when you take them, they will chop. <laughs> why not? Hey, they are sitting there to say, yes, cap, they will chop. And they will ask for desserts. Yes. <laughs> yes. And they will bring their friend along. And then you are going, I'm broke. I don't have money. Because you don't have a vision. If you have a vision to own a house, you will not spend that amount of money on food and clothes. I'm preaching. Lack of vision. Christian sister, have a vision to own a house. If you have a vision to own something, you will not spend all that money on clothes. Lay away. <laughs> on the hair, which the brothers don't see. Every week we have a new hairstyle. We don't see. <laughs> Today is Brazilian. Tomorrow is Jamaican. <laughs> have a vision. Are you hearing me? Have a vision. Write a vision. Have a cook. Have a vision. Stop complaining. Hallelujah. You have a vision to go to school. You risk giving your life. You will find that you may even have to leave certain jobs or leave certain friends so you can study. You have a vision to go to college. You don't go. You know. You will not have everybody on Snapchat. You want to go to college? You have to decrease the Snapchat. Have a vision. Have a vision. Write down the vision. Have a financial vision. Have a vision for ministry. You see, it's a vision. Because your vision makes you. Your vision makes you. Your vision makes you. You don't make your vision. Hallelujah. When you have a vision, the nature of the vision will let you do some things or not some things. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is the reason why, for example, those in the royal family, that is why, um, because uh, what is the, Prince William is in line to become the king, because of that vision, he's not allowed to do certain things. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? He doesn't live anyhow. If you have a vision to, be, to enter into the ministry, you will not live anyhow. You will not be sleeping with every girl in town. Because when, they, when you stand in the pulpit, they will refer you. <laughs> and no things. They will bring you up. And it will not be easy for you. So have a vision. Hallelujah. And, 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 and even, the, even, even more, if you intend to be in the ministry, be careful about who you marry because it will affect your ministry. Have a vision. Because it's not every woman who can become a pastor's wife. Look, I'm an honest preacher, like Peter said. I'm not politically correct. I preach the truth. I'm telling you, if you want to do some things for God, then you have to be careful who you marry and who you relate with. Yeah. Have a vision. Hallelujah. Have back Write down the vision. Because some things when you do, it will, it will, some things when you do, it will take you off course. So if you have a vision, if you have a vision, if you have a vision to become a good wife, have a vision. You know that because I want to become a good wife, some friends have to avoid. Yes. Listen to me. If you want to become a good wife, you must decrease the number of single friends that you have. Because, because they have a different, because on, on, as you are talking with them on Friday night, they have nobody to cook to, nobody to clean. But you have somebody to cook and they will make you look like what you are doing is stupid. Yes. They're singletons. I'm preaching to you. If you receive advice from single women who have no responsibility to anybody, you cannot be a good wife. Came to preach. I said I came to preach. Because you see, as you are in the group and you are thinking of going to clean and cook, they are thinking about going to watch the movie. And they have every right to go and watch a movie because they are, they are not bound to any man. You are the one who is bound to a man. And they'll make you feel like it's a mistake. Your life is not fun. But it's not a mistake. Because in the winter they'll be cold, you'll be warm. <laughs> Have a vision. <laughs> have a vision. Listen to me. Have a vision for your children. Write down the vision. Have a vision for your children. Hallelujah. You don't raise up your children anyhow. And then when they have become a problem now, you bring it to the pastor. I'm preaching to you. I've seen some people like you let your man, you 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 raise your children in the house, they go to any house for sleepover. Do you know the house that you have sent your child for sleepover? Yeah. Oh my my friend, my classmates said they're having a party and they're having a sleepover. Do you know the home? Have you been to the house that you allow your precious to go and sleep there overnight? Do you know what they believe in the house? And you allow your child 
want to go down, do anything. Now when a child has become a monster, then you bring him to Ravana so he's anointed. You want me to wave a magic wand? It doesn't work that way. Train up a child. Have a vision. You must be able to direct your child where to go, what to do, and what to play with. Don't become this liberal parent. Have a vision. Have a vision. Yeah. Have a vision. Before the thing becomes a problem. You raise your child anyhow. You are in church, but you raise your child anyhow. Your children can do any harm. And your children are wild, they are going for this game, and they are in this class. Then what are they doing in that group? Now the child has become a monster. You want the magic wand? It doesn't work that way. You must be able to say that I'm a, I'm a parent. I'm a Christian. Because of what I believe, my child has no good for this party. And tell the child, period, you are not going for this party. Don't ask again. They both I don't care when they scream in your face. I gave birth to them. I can control them. <laughs> because the Bible says, the Bible says, bad, bad company, lose good morals. I cannot raise you up in church. We are preaching to you, and then uh, you go to your friend's house, and all oh, no, they are jamming, they are shaking. The mother is a drunk, the father is an addict. Why do you want to leave inside the house? Have a vision. Have, see, I'm saying it because I've seen the people. One lady came to compliment. I said, What do you want me to do now? Exactly. What do you want me to do now? I say, when these boys say come to church, you don't bring them. So they have a game, they have that, that. Okay, go. What company are they hanging out with? Now they become monsters. You want me to wave a magic wand? I can't do that. I'm preaching to you. Have a vision. Otherwise, you will become a, you, you will complain. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a vision. Where your children go, where they sleep, what they do. You are their parents. Yes. You pay the bills. Yes. The roof under their head, you pay. Yes. The heater that they turn on, you pay. Yes. The hot water that they bath, you pay. Yes. So you have running the water, so have a vision. Stand on them and say that look. I did not bring a child in this world to turn out this way. I will not want my labor to be in vain. So you are not going there. Just in case you don't know, when you go there, it will affect you. So I'm not allowing you to go there. I was born before you were born. And don't ask again. (laughs) I'm serious. 
tell your children, if the parent says no, that's it. Don't ask again. Because we were born. See, see, let me tell you something. Well, well, I mean, um, everybody is there. Are you everybody? <laughs> okay? Everybody is there. And then, uh, you know, well, uh, you don't understand America. What do you, what, what do you mean by I don't understand America. First of all, for your information, I came to America before you came because I came here and gave birth to you. <laughs> yes. So just in case you think I don't, I know I knew America before you because it was me who came here and gave birth to you. So you came to meet me in America. So don't tell me I don't know America. <laughs> Have a vision. Have a vision. Amen. Amen. Look, 2020 is perfect vision. Plan for your life. Have a vision for your life so that you will not complain. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God, after Habakkuk was complaining, God said, look, look, come here. Let's come and write a vision down and stop complaining. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Have a vision. Are you hearing me? And, 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 and I'm talking about Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Thanksgiving. Sometimes when you have a vision, you will know it. You see, the, the, the complaints go away. Hallelujah. So that we can focus on what? Thanksgiving. Amen. And let me tell you, let's thank God for you see, we, this is the last Sunday of the year. Let's be grateful. I said, let's be grateful. Because not everybody who started the year is here now. You all know somebody who didn't make it. So let's be grateful. I said, let's be grateful. I said, let's be grateful. I said, let's be, let's be grateful. Yes. Thank God for preserving us. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank God. You know, and thanking God. Thanking God. Thanking God, okay? It's something that God expects. Amen. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 8. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. First Thessalonians 5, 18. 5, 18, 18. Look at this verse carefully. In in what? Are you reading with me? Let's all go. Read one to go. That's it. In everything, give thanks. So if you want to ask me, Reverend, I want to know what's go- what is God's will for my life. God's will for your life is that in everything, give thanks. Everything. Everything. How do you say it? Everything. Everything is everything. It means the good, the bad, and the ugly. In everything, give thanks. That's God's will. This is the this is for this God for, for concerning you. You as an individual in everything. So thanksgiving is God's commandment. It's
is a will of is the will of God. Yes. Hallelujah. And you see, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. It means the good, the bad, and the ugly. And why do you have to give thanks? Sometimes what you talk, you think is bad is actually part of the plan. So give thanks. Like the testimony the brother said. I mean, even the committee colleges were rejecting him. <laughs> you see, I'm sure that, actually, I realize that even the community colleges were rejecting him. So if you want to lose like a bad option, if the community colleges will lose, because if the community colleges have accepted him, he will not apply to Virginia Tech. So the rejection was part of God's plan. That's a, that's a good testimony there, right there. So the rejection was part of God's plan, because if the lower colleges have accepted him, he will have ended there. So God has to block the lower colleges. So even when they look like it's bad and it was part of his plan. So even in that state, he has to give thanks. So sometimes what you call evil is part of the plan. That is why the boy who left you is part of the plan. I said that's why the boy who left you is part of the plan. Because if that boy had married you, you would not have met the right person. Thank you. In everything. I say in everything. I say in everything. Look, I know somebody. All my stories are true. I say all my stories are true. I know somebody who was going out with a guy, and the guy left her miserably, and she became so broken-hearted. Her heart was sanctuary. It's a true story. So after many years, the guy married again. The, the, after the guy left her, the guy married again. So after many years, she, and she knew the woman that the guy married. So after many years, she met the lady at Melo Park Mall. You know where Melo Park Mall is? <laughs> it's a true story I'm telling you. And she met the lady at the Melo Park Mall. And when she saw the guy, the guy was trying to hide. The wife was trying to hide. The new wife. She was so she might try to say, I said, no problem, I'm not better. The way she met the lady, said, hey. The wife told the, the, the girl that I deserve a Thanksgiving offering from you. Hey. <laughs> uh, I took your no, 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 no. The, the wife told the, the, the former girl that you need to, the, the wife said, the, told the former girl, you, you have to give me a Thanksgiving offering. They said, why? They said, hey, God has delivered you. <laughs> yes! He said, hey, God really delivered you. This man, you don't know how much deliverance God has given you. So the girl came to tell me, Reverend, all my tears are gone. <laughs> yes! So sometimes, that's what in everything. In everything. In everything. In everything. I say in everything. Because so what may look ugly may be part of his divine plan. So, you see, listen to me. Are you people spiritual? Are you spiritual? You see, God has a plan. Now, everybody be attentive. God has a plan. It's a spiritual thing. And the plan may involve you doing something that is not right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Something that is bad. But it's part of his plan. 
But one thing you have to be careful is, even though God has a plan, you can also attract demons, which can derail the plan. And the Bible says, complaining and remembering, they attract demons. So if, if God has a plan for you, you see, like, what is his plan? And therefore, God blocked him from the community college, which is part of the plan. If he had complained, he would have attracted demons, and the demons would derail the plan. That is why the Bible says, in everything, even if it's not working right, give thanks, so that the demons should be at bay, so that the plan of God will come to pass. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that lady made us. Middle Park, he said, the, the woman said, come, come, come. He said, come, come, come. He said, why should I come? He said, you need to give me a thanksgiving offering. Because God has really delivered you from not marrying this guy. Oh, some, 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 some guys, if God, some guys, when they don't marry, it's a blessing. No? Yes. <laughs> Unless you were born yesterday. Some men, when they don't marry, you, it's a blessing. I'm telling you. Because some man, one lady was standing by her husband. And let me preach freely. I'm not afraid of anybody. Preach, preach, preach. I should preach. I said, Reverend. I mean, Reverend. Wicked husband. Wicked rich. Reverend, wicked rich. You're also a bushman. Yeah. Hallelujah. So in everything, give thanks. Amen. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 2. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 2. You see, the first one said, in everything, give thanks. This one also said that, we give thanks to God always for you. Amen. So you give thanks in and you give thanks for. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Thank God for. Thank God for. Thank God for. Whatever the form may be. Thank God for your husband. Some wives you wake up in the morning and say that, Lord, I thank you for giving me this husband. And let all the wives say, Wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Look, thank you, thank for. Instead of always complaining, he's lying. Thank you, 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 th
Thank God for him. Thank God for Mr. Legend. Every morning, standing there, gonna say, Lord, I thank you for James Legend. Thank God for. Thank God for your job. It may not be the best of job, but you have a job. I say you have a job. So even if it's not the best, you have something to do. Thank God for your job. Thank God for your child. Hallelujah. As a pastor, I thank God for you. I thank God for giving me a congregation to preach to. And I'm grateful that I'm preaching. I'm your pastor. I don't take it lightly. It's a blessing. Some pastors come on Sunday, there's nobody to preach to. So I thank God for you. I thank God for you. No, he said, he said, I really can't go for this church. I thank God I'm your pastor. I'm telling you, I thank God for you. Yeah. I mean, some of you are giving me headaches. Even those who give me headaches, I thank God for you. <laughs> because you need some people to also give you headaches so that you can, your head can work right. <laughs> yeah. I thank God for you. Thank God for you. He's very nice, very compliant. He helps me a lot. Go for Fred. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yes. Thank God for. And by the way, I thank you all for your nice, wonderful Christmas gift. I got so many gifts. Thank you very much. Me and my wife, we thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate. I appreciate gift. Be grateful. Everybody, what everybody gave you was 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 meaningful to me. And I thank you very much. Amen. Some guy gave me beef. When I look, I said, this beef, I'll eat. Pa. <laughs> yeah. So the beef now, my spirit can say, ah! <laughs> yeah. Thank God for. Thank God for. Stop complaining. Thank God for. Say, thank, we thank God for you. Make a mention of you in our prayers. Thank God for your child. Thank God for even your wicked boss. Thank God for him. For. For. Thank God for. Thank God for your health. Thank God for your health. Hallelujah. Thank God for your car. Even though your car is an old jalopy, thank God for it. Hallelujah. Everybody, I thank God for my assistant pastors. I mean, I'm the only pastor who has three lady pastors as assistants. I must be very wonderful. I'm like a man, I'm like a man married to three wives. I have to juggle them. <laughs> it's a blessing. And they son. Who I'm working on. <laughs> hey, thank God. It's a nice combination. Yeah. Thank God for. And a daughter like Aggie. <laughs> thank God. I have all these people. That respect and they hear me preach. I thank God for you. Do you understand? Because sometimes, some, some, even their presence brings some nobility to the church. Thank God for. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank God for. I thank God for you. Thank God for the person sitting next to you. Say the person, I thank you for sitting by next to me. Because somebody can sit next to you and you will not hear anything in the sermon. <laughs> yeah. Person sitting nicely by you. He's not disturbing you with a cell phone. He's not distracting you. Thank God for the person. 
<laughs> yes. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Thank God. Yes. Is it? Thank God for your marriage. Stop complaining about your marriage. Thank God for your marriage. Your husband is not as bad as you think. And your wife is not the devil. Bishop wrote a book. Bishop wrote a book. Uh, how's the book? How to deal with demons. You remember that book? How to deal with demons. Demons and how to deal with them. One lady, Bishop Saki was not told. One lady came to when the book was read. One lady came to Bishop Saki. Said Bishop, I need two two copies of this book. <laughs> then said why? He said Bishop, have you seen a demon? Do you know who a demon is? He said no. Say my husband. I really need her to two copies. One in the hall, one in the bathroom. So that makes sure. So wherever he goes, he will see. Bishop, you're talking with a demon. Come and see my husband. And the story, this book, yes. How to deal with demons. Demons and how to deal with them. So that's the, the wife came to buy two copies. Then when the wife left, the husband came to ship. Like, hey, Bishop, I hear Bishop, I written a new book. Demons and how to do them. I need five. <laughs> See the letter. I need five. Five. He said, What do you need five? He said, Bishop. Demon. So I need one in the bedroom, in the kitchen. <laughs> Demon how to do them. Yeah. <laughs> I need an audio version. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying, in everything, give thanks. Hallelujah. So, amen. Stop complaining. Amen. You know, I'll tell you what. Today, I hear very important things. So. You see, I'll tell you what. Not being thankful, okay? Not being thankful or not being grateful is also a reflection that you don't think deep. Hallelujah. You are a shallow thinker. Do you know why? Because for those of you who are students, as students, those who are doing arts, you check the, the root word. Every word, every word has a root word. The root word for the word Think and thank are the same. Yeah. The word thankful comes from thinking. They have the same root word. So people who think deep are always thankful. Because you don't think deep, that's why you complain. Because actually it's the same word. The same root word, think and thank. So the more thoughtful or deep thinker you are, the more thankful you are. So when you see people who are ungrateful, it's a sign that they don't think deep. Because you see, if you have to think deep, you will see that the person you were complaining about sometime ago, he did you good. And because you don't think deep. That is why you have highlighted on one mistake and complaining. But if you were to think a deep thinker, that even though this person has offended me, let me go back. You see, somewhere in your development, the person helped you. 
because you don't think deep. Hallelujah. If you, talk, if you have to think deep, you will know that this husband you are complaining about, who you say is some way, if you have to think deep, there were five girls and he left all of them and married you. If you were to think deep, you could say that there were four competitors. And they are still around. <laughs> Who says so? <laughs> think. If you were a deep thinker, if you are a deep thinker, you will say that this person that you are complaining about, oh, he's mean, he's demanding too much from me. Look, some time ago, you didn't have anywhere to sleep. They opened their doors and they gave you a couch to sleep on. When you came with your Adria Yankee and your portmanteau, they did. <laughs> You came with your Ghana must go back. They open their door for you. Remember. But today you are criticizing them. Today you are criticizing them. If you think deep, you will know that this pastor some time ago did you go. So even though I'm insulting you, I remember. <laughs> with gladness. But you don't think deep. You see, deep thinkers are always thankful. I'm telling you, deep thinkers. If you think deep, you will see that, look, the, the person is not as bad as you think. Yeah. And number two, the exchange you are, you are clamoring for is no better. I'm pretty sure the exchange the replacement you think is coming is no better than what you have. Research have shown that most people who divorce and marry again regrets after a while. We're going to say that they're all the same. It's a total mirage. No, research. Go, 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 go it. Very few people are happy with second marriages. They find that the women, they are all the same. So if you have one, try and manage. <laughs> Same follow. Hallelujah. Yeah. Manage. All men are the same to a certain degree. You, see, what is that like? you are not a deep thinker. If you are a deep thinker, you'll be thankful. If you are anything, if you are a deep thinker, you find out somewhere along the line. Yes, you are quarreling with the person. The person is annoying you. The person has said something about you that you don't like. You are so angry. I don't want to talk to the person again. But if you go back in your history, you find that somewhere in your life, the person was pivotal. He did something for you. The word is pivotal. The person helped you at the critical stage of your life. Hallelujah. Tell him about thank God for me. Because the person could be sitting by you, be disturbing you. We'll be kicking you, we'll be smelling. I have no idea. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Because you see, ingratitude will disqualify you from promotion. Yeah. Ingratitude, you will lose your promotion. You see, you see, 
in, in Romans, you can go, they say that. They, they say, they say, the Bible, talk about, say the, 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 uh, even though they knew God, they did not retain him in their mind. They did not give him glory in their mind. And because they did not retain God and did not give gratitude to God, God gave them a reprobate mind, a mind that is wako. A mind that is useless. Hallelujah. So it's good to thank God. Amen. In Psalm 67. Yeah, in Psalm 67. Verse 1 to 6. It's a beautiful psalm. Psalm 67 says that. Yeah, God be merciful unto us and bless us. And cause his face to shine upon us. Verse 2. That thy ways may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. Verse 3. Let the people praise thee. Oh God. Let not, not some, all the people praise thee. Let the people praise thee. Let all the people praise thee. Verse 4. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Selah. Verse 5. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. And verse 6. Then is the English word. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our God, shall bless us. Hello. If I say, if I tell Benice. I want you to I, 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 I want you to um, type some things for me. Okay? Then when you are done, I will give you $10. It means that $10 is on condition that he typed those things for me. If he did not type those things for me, he should not expect me to give him $10. And God is saying that the earth shall bring increase. Then shall the egg bring increase. Then shall the egg be promoted. Then shall they be full. If you praise me. So if you don't praise God, don't expect increase. Then shall the egg. Go to verse 5. Verse 5 again. Let the people praise thee. Oh God, let all the people praise thee. Okay? Verse 6. Then, 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 then. So it means that the, the increase, the promotion, the blessing, they come after praises. Not after complaining. When praises go up, blessings come down. It come after praises. For the earth to be fruitful. For this to flourish, begin to praise God. Hallelujah. Today's Thanksgiving service. Listen, when you are, let me give you a, let me give you a quick prayer. When you pray to God, God, give me this. God, I want to do. You are asking God to do work. God, I need a job. God, I need this. You are asking God to do work. But when you praise God, okay, that one, the thing comes automatically. So you get more response with a praiseful prayer than a demanding prayer. Then, then, then shall the increase. There is an increase. But God said, I only release it when you praise me. Hallelujah. So, on this last
Next Sunday, you need a good a, a new job. Praise God. Amen. Even if look, 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 let's come back home. Even if when, when you need a good, even if you need a good marriage, a good husband, praise him. The more you praise him, the better. If you start criticizing, you won't get anything good out of him. Oh. Unless you were born yesterday. You want a good man, praise him even for his mistakes. Because, listen to me, in every man, can I tell you wives? Shall I tell you? In every man, there is a king and a fool. They are them. They are them. them. In every man, there is a king and a fool. So it depends on which aspect of the man you appeal to. Reverend, why are you saying that? In David, the Bible says David, he came for the ship of Nabal. And then when Nabal's people came, when David asked for, he asked for the, the uh, pay. They said they will pay. And then Nabal people insulted David. And David said, what? They will see today. I will kill everybody. That was the fool in him. But then she met Abigail. And Abigail appealed to him that, oh my Lord, you are wise, you are nice, you are good. And that brought the king. Suddenly, the king in him came out. So in every man, it's a fool and a king. Depends on which aspect of the man you appeal to. In every man. So if you want the king in him, appeal. If you want the king as a husband, appeal to the kingship. Okay. And if you want the fool as a husband, appeal to his foolishness. Thank if you appeal to his foolishness, you start criticizing, you start insulting, you will get some slaps to work out because he's a fool. But if you start appealing to the king in him, that's why he said, so that's why he said, blessed be the advice. That's why Abigail got King David because when David became a king, she married him because she appealed to the king in him. Look, choose which aspect you are appealing to. I said, choose. I'm telling the wives, choose which aspect you want to appeal to. That's right. That's right. Yeah. In every man. Hallelujah. God said the praises come down, or the blessings come down when the praises go up. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. What do you think? And I'm sure it's the same in every woman. I don't know whether it's a fool, but whatever it is. But at least in the Bible, they, they, after a man, there's a clear evidence. A fool. A man can be a fool, and a man can be a king. It depends on which aspect you appeal to him. The same guy will be surprised that if you appeal to me the right way, you get something good. If you appeal to the wrong way, you get some foolish person. <laughs> yeah. As Apostle George once told the lady, he said, look, if the way you are being, I mean, he will slap you. When I come, I will rebuke him for slapping you, but I cannot take the slap away. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Reverend. You are helping us. Hallelujah. So the Bible is saying that then shall the increase come if you praise him. Hallelujah. So if your job is not good, Instead of complaining, praise God. 
Praise God for your child. Praise God for your church. Praise God for your pastor. Then shall the increase come. God is not happy in complainers. It's a spiritual message I'm sharing with you. Sometimes you wonder why is my prayer not being answered? Because you are a complainer. You are you, you see, you are surrounded more by demons than by angels. Spiritually. Because complaining attracts demons. So in your immediate environment is demons as opposed to angels. So stop complaining so that the demons will not be there and angels will be there. Some of us complain too much. Hallelujah. That's why even when you come to God, yes, when you come to church, learn to praise. See, next time when you come to church, sit people who praise God. Because as they praise God, they attract angels. Not those who are, why are they singing? Why are they? Demons. <laughs> Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, verse 22. Mark 6, 22, quickly. And this is, this is talking about um, Herod's, Herodias' wife, uh, King Herod's daughter, dancing. And he made the father very happy. But, and when the daughter of the Herod came in and danced, and pleased Herod, and them that sat with him, the king said unto them, ask of me whatsoever thou wilt, and I will give thee. There was a party. The girl came and danced so marvelously. It pleased the father, the king. It did some choreography. The father was so happy. He said, he said, it pleased the king, which is very important. Learn to please the most important person. Amen. It pleased the king. And he swore unto her. Because I'm talking about praises and the blessing coming down. Because the king was so happy. And he swore to her, whosoever that shall ask of me, I will give thee unto half of my kingdom. That's how happy the man was. So you see, listen to me. Bring in your demands after the person is happy. And that is a key, and, 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 and that is a wisdom key to wives. Wives, bring in your demand when the guy is happy. Whatever makes him happy, whether it's food or the other thing, in the, in the heat of the happiness, put in your demands. <laughs> and she said, and, and she went forth. You see, the king asked, what do you want? I'm willing to give you half the kingdom. Then the little girl went to her mother and asked her mom, daddy says that she wants me half the kingdom. Even if I ask for it. That's half. So what should I ask? And she went up to her mother and said, well, what shall I ask? And he said, the head of John the Baptist Listen, Shh. you see, it's, 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 it may look like a very serious example, but it's, it's, there's a principle in it, and I want you to catch the principle. John the Baptist was the number one enemy of the wife. John the Baptist has been criticizing the woman and Herod, so she was very angry with John to the point that she was willing to trade half the kingdom for one man's head. Which is another revelation. I think my wife was wrong to me. The score of the fear of her. The score, huh? the score of a woman. Huh? Huh? You, you, go, you, go to, you want to go to school. Let's, let's hear good English. 
Hell has no fury like a woman's scorn. Hell has no fury like a woman's scorn. Some of you don't understand. It's good literature. Hell has no fury like a woman's scorn. You know, when a woman is very angry, you, you, you are better off in there. <laughs> yes. She demanded the head of John the Baptist. You see, I'm saying the request may be wrong, but the principle is true. When you make your, the person in charge happy, even your enemy's head can be given to you. Make him happy. And the people who are worrying you, God will give their head to you. Amen. Yeah. You got the head. The head of her enemy. 2020. The head of your enemy can be given to you as you praise God. As you praise God. Two of you have some enemies that you want the head of. And there's nothing wrong with it. David prayed that prayer. There's nothing wrong to pray for your enemies to die. David prayed that prayer. <laughs> Kill them all. Hallelujah. Oh, you, have, you have enemies? At your head, you have enemies? Huh? Yes, yeah, she has enemies. <laughs> Get your head by praising God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. I'm talking about thanksgiving. You can, you can get ahead of those who accuse you by giving thanks. John 6, 11. John chapter 6, verse 11. And Jesus, I'm, talking, I'm sure the power of thanksgiving. And Jesus took the loaves and when he had given what? When he had given what? When you are giving what? Thanks. He distributed to the disciples. And the disciples. This is the story of feeding of the 5,000. There was only five loaves and two fishes. And Philip said, this is not enough. This is too little. But when Jesus got it, he didn't complain. He gave thanks. And by giving thanks, he fed the 5,000. Thanksgiving will make what is not enough more than enough. I said, Thanksgiving will make what is not enough more than enough. So I told a certain lady, I, mean, I told a certain lady, my husband, hey, Reverend, my husband, he's not like this, he's not like this, he's not like this. And everything she was telling me was true. Everything she was telling me about the guy was true. Hey, Reverend, he's not like this. Reverend, he's not like this. Reverend, he's not like you. I said, yes, everything is so true. So I said, what do you want you to do? I said, I don't know. Maybe you should pray for him. I said, no, I won't pray for him. Then I showed him this scripture. So what, I told him, what you have described to me is a not enough husband. And if you want a not enough husband to become more than enough, give thanks to him. I say your husband is, is a not enough situation. But if you want him to be more than enough, then did, do what Jesus did. Give thanks. So even though he's not enough, give thanks for him. He will become more than enough. I know your, pay, I know your paycheck is not enough. But give thanks for the small paycheck. It will become more than enough. It will become more than enough. Your job is not enough. Give thanks. It will become more enough. What I'm telling you, there's a miracle that comes by giving thanks. Amen. You are helping us. Give thanks. I say give thanks. I say give thanks. What, your, your living condition is not enough. Give thanks. It will become more. Than, as you give thanks, you'll be surprised somebody can give you a fully furnished apartment at half the price. 
which is miraculous. Because you are going to pay less for something that is more. Because you do not complain. Yes, I mean, yes, where you are, if you actually see the rat and the roaches, give thanks. (laughs) 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 Hallelujah. Yeah. John 11, 41 to 43. John 11. Have you, have you seen the scriptures of Thanksgiving? Yeah. And it goes up, the blessings come down. When you please the one, you can get ahead of your enemies. When you give thanks, what is enough can become more than enough. John 11, 41. This is about Lazarus. This is about Lazarus. He says, Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I what? He didn't pray a long prayer. Jesus did not have an all night. He didn't do any of that. He said, Father, what? He gave the thanksgiving. He said, Father, what? He said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Thou hast heard me. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you that you have heard me already. And after that, he called Lazarus out of the grave. By the power of thanksgiving, that which is dead can come back alive. I said by the power, I don't know what is dead in your life. What career is dead? What ministry is dead? What child is dead? Give thanks and that which is dead can come back to life. Look, we are standing at the last Sunday of the year. We cannot complain. I said we cannot complain. We will be very ungrateful. We will be, it will be the height of ingratitude if we complain. Once you are here, you must be grateful. I don't think there's anybody here, and I stand to be corrected, but I don't think there's anybody here who last night you prayed for breakfast today. That Lord, I don't know what I'll eat tomorrow morning. Is there anybody like that here? But do you know there's a, there are people in some parts of the world that they pray for what to eat tomorrow? If, if, if anything at all, if you have to pray today, what, if you have to pray about what to eat, it is more of a temptation what not to eat. <laughs> yours, yours is a different kind of prayer. It's not what to eat, but what not to eat. <laughs> That's well. If, if anything at all, your prayer will be what not to eat. Not what to eat. Because as you are looking at the, the things are spread, and you are looking at the calories and the way, say, mm. if you say, it's rather, Lord, deliver me from this temptation. <laughs> Listen, we stand at the end of a year again. God has kept us. It doesn't matter what the year, how the year went, it doesn't matter the challenges. You are sitting here, you are alive. Be grateful. Let's give thanks. Let's give thanks. Let's give thanks. Psalm 150 verse 6. Psalm 150 verse 6. 150 verse 6. Let everything that had what? Do what? 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 Please stand at your feet.
to your feet. Listen to me carefully. Psalm 150 verses. Let everything that has what? Do what? Let everything that has bread, bread do what? Let everything that has what? Did you say let everything that has dollars? Everything that has a job? Everything that has a school? Everything that is married? Everything that has what? Do what? Take a deep breath. Breathe out. Were you able to do that? Then praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hear those praises from a grateful heart. I want us to praise the Lord. Each time I think of you, the praises start. I love you so much, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Love you so much. Bring us to the end of another year. We stand here this Sunday. We've gone and come back. We are grateful, Lord. Hear these praises. From a grateful heart. Oh, let it be a show. Each time I think of you, the praises start. I love you so much. Jesus, I love you so much. Lord, I love you, my soul sings. Come on. Lord, I love you. Oh, God.
begin to think. You see, people who think are thankful. Do you know that some of us even made some serious mistake this year? But somehow, somehow, somehow God spared you. God spared you. God spared you. God spared you. We made some errors. Some things that if we even the top of us make a shake. But God preserved you. God saved you. God protected you. You went in, you came out. God protected you. Listen to me. I don't know what is dead in your life. But by the power of praise, anything that is dead will come back to life. Let's give the Lord praise. Give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. I didn't know you would favor me this way. I didn't know
Listen! For what it worked, we thank God. Amen. For what did not work, we thank God. Amen. For what was dead, we thank God. Amen. For what was alive, we thank God. Amen. Because in our praises, the blessings will come down. Amen. I prophesy to you, Amen. 2020, may your mouth be full of praises. Amen. May your mouth be full of praises. Amen. May your mouth be full of praises. Amen. Thank you, Lord. love it. We are grateful. We are grateful people. We don't complain. We don't murmur. We give praise. We give thanks. We give praise. We give thanks. Thank you Holy Spirit. Let it go. I feel it. I feel his presence. I will not complain. I will not. Thank you, Holy Spirit. to Jesus Christ you are not born again what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses the soul please I want you to lift up your hand if you want to be born again I see your hand God bless you I love it let your hand go up more I see you my daughter you have taken a very good decision thank you you want to be a Christian this is the last Sunday of the year don't enter 2020 don't go into next year don't go into next year 
without being a Christian. Now, this is the last Sunday. Lift up your hand higher. And I pray for you. I see you. Let your hand go up. My brother, are you lifting up your hand? Let your hand go up. I want to make sure. If you lift up your hand and you are serious, come and I'll pray with you. Meet me. Meet me. Come. I really love you. I love you so much. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, this last Sunday of the year, I surrender my life. I want to be a Christian. Lord Jesus, be my master, my savior, and my Lord. I am not going into 2020 without being saved. I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. Amen. What's your name? Michaela, I'm going to talk to you. Good this thing you have done. You're going to be a child of God. God is going to take care of you. All the mistakes that people made, you will avoid them. Because you have taken a good decision at a young age. God bless you. I'll talk to you after church. God bless you. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this Sunday? Please take your seat and let's get our first and best. best and our best. What a good God we serve. What a great God we serve. Thank you for the last Sunday of the year. We are grateful. We thank you. We honor you. Our giving is an appreciation of what you have done. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.
has come down. Now, I believe that. Do you think we should take a Thanksgiving offering? Do you, do you think it's a good idea? So everybody's. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.